0: Hello, this is Chris. And this is Andrew, and welcome back to Video Games Cover to Cover on the third part of our coverage of Dragon Quest XI S. You know, I I never
1: really noticed this until right now, but when you say our coverage, it almost seems like we're news presenters. Uh, This is a very serious podcast
0: about serious business.
1: Well, yeah, you know, every week we cover certain sections of video games. Exactly. I mean, realistically, you could say it's a pun on like cover to cover, you know, cover that I'm also just now realizing. (laughs) So it's been like a secret pun this whole time, which makes it even better. But (laughs) I'd also like to think of this as, you know, we're reporters reporting on the actions of this total D-bag luminary who's like, Definitely like just, the dark spawn going around making a bunch of mischief with a thief. And just kicking in doors and then being like, hey, I'm the luminary. Yeah. Can you believe this freaking guy? He's going around to everybody's house. He's breaking in. He's smashing all their pots. Ma- and their barrels. Kicking over all their barrels. You know, it's just insane.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he... He's a man on a mission, and that mission is mischief.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's no wonder the king has it out for him. He must have known that this guy was just going to be the worst person. At least in your version of the the
0: Luminary. (laughs) I have to assume that's all versions. Well, I mean, my guy isn't going around going, I'm the Luminary. Every time he, he busts down doors and stuff, we've established that that's your version of the character.
1: Hey, you know, here's the thing. I'm playing the game and I just have to assume that's what he means. You know, every time the the main character speaks, he just stands there, his hair sometimes kind of rustles in the wind. I just assume maybe he's not kicking down doors and everything like that, but he's definitely walking in there like
0: I am the luminary. You will do what I say. Like I said, my version is like Mario in Mario RPG and just acts mimes out everything. But that's not, that's not
1: possible. And the reason it's not possible is because he stands there stoic and he just doesn't say anything. And occasionally his hair brushes in the wind. So, well, then he
0: couldn't be doing what you're doing either. Well, so if it's possible for him to do what you say, it's possible for him to be Mario and act it out. And that's why Nintendo got all this extra content and stuff, because that's the plot twist that was cut from the Sony version, is that it's been Mario the whole time. I'm going to need you to present some
1: sort of evidence to this case, because so far, I've not
0: seen any evidence to prove that he is Mario. Does Mario talk in Mario RPG? No. Does the Luminary talk? No. Mario
1: also wears red is the luminary wearing red?
0: Mario can look like all sorts of things and when he when he acts everything out he changed his shape and looked exactly like the other characters.
1: Mario is generally regarded in his universe as like
0: a universally good dude. Bowser Which. dislikes Mario.
1: Bowser is the dark one.
0: Of course, Maybe the king is evil, we don't know.
1: Of course the, the Bowser does not like Mario. You know, Mario's got it all. You know, according to Nintendo, he he, he everything is his.
0: Even Luigi is, is, like, second fiddle to this guy. To be fair, Luigi's basically second fiddle to everyone, which sucks, because Luigi Whoa. is awesome.
1: Oh, you're telling me Luigi is second fiddle to Waluigi and
0: Wario? Wario, for sure. Waluigi basically doesn't exist, because Nintendo, like, the quote-unquote canon Mario team dislikes Waluigi a lot. Which is why he's not in Smash and stuff. What? Yeah. Wait a he minute. Only, he only shows up in like the sports games and stuff where they just needed another person. So they hate Luigi so
1: much that No, yeah, they hate even- Waluigi. No? Let me finish. Okay. They hate Luigi so much that even his alternate version is being scrubbed from the internet.
0: There you go. You see, Luigi is second fiddle to everyone.
1: So, with all this evidence presented, it's impossible for the Luminary to be Mario because Mario is relatively universally hated. Bowser, one guy.
0: Bowser and his entire kingdom. What
1: kingdom? He basically just has a bunch of random scrubs
0: going out and... and First of he all, has several castles and seems to control like the vast majority of the land in the world. So what you're telling me is that Mario
1: is the Rebel Alliance yes. fighting for the princess. Yes. What does this have to do with? Dra- First of all, Andrew, we know for a fact that the Luminary is the dark spot
0: because what the King says is truth. We cannot deny that. Well then, what King Bowser says is also truth. Therefore, Mario is bad. Boom. Bowser's not a king. Yes, he is. He's literally King Koopa. That's his name. His,
1: no, a moniker is King Koopa. His name is Bowser. So where have you
0: so where did you get King Koopa from? That was his original name. Just like Peach's original name was Princess Toadstool, and they gave them both other names. But or like why how Dr. Robotnik Or like how Eggman is now Doctor Robotnik. I mean, the other way around, Dr. Robotnik became Eggman, like everybody had monikers.
1: So here's the the thing, King Koopa, they demoted him to Bowser. He's not a king anymore. They demoted the guy. This king, king of Heliodor, is is the guy. I'm impressed that you actually got that mostly right. He is the ruler. What he says is law which means the Luminary by default is a bad guy, which means my Luminary walking into everybody, everybody's establishment, busting down doors, yelling about how he's the Luminary, has to be canon. That's what the developers intended. They just didn't want you to look like a bad guy. But the king, he's the dark spot. He's a bad guy, the Luminary.
0: Okay. We should probably actually talk about, like, The stuff in the game. All we've talked
1: about is Super Mario and how you hate Waluigi so much.
0: Yes, that's definitely you're trying to destroy him
1: from the internet.
0: Yes, that definitely sounds like a correct summary of what I was saying.
1: I just don't understand why they would hate Waluigi. Like, what? There's like so many other characters you could hate in the Mario universe, like so many. But Waluigi, like, why?
0: Why did it just doesn't make any know. sense? Why don't do they hate Wario? No, because Wario gets to be in Smash and stuff. Wario exists in the regular Mario games, whereas Waluigi does not.
1: So they just made a character, some random dev team at Nintendo, called Waluigi, and then just the entire. Inter- well, uh, 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 I'm pretty sure you can play as Waluigi in the. 3D version of
0: Super Mario 64. I don't think so. I thought it was just Wario, Luigi, and Yoshi, and Mario. I could have sworn you could play as Waluigi too. I know he's playable. You you, you might be able to play as him in Mario Maker since you can do like all sorts of stuff, but I think that's the only thing.
1: But again, that also doesn't even make sense. So they put Waluigi in
0: like Super Mario Brothers Go-Kart racing fun time yeah waluigi exists because of like yeah the sports games and stuff because they thought they needed but there's like a hundred
1: thousand other characters they would use they don't need to make a a of a a, a brand new character for this that doesn't make any sense all of the koopa kids you could have put in there before waluigi if you didn't want waluigi to
0: exist and yet they did and therefore He's like this in this weird state of he constantly shows up for sport. Apparently he's just some random dude who just happens to like sports and that's like his only thing. <laughs> as far as we as far as I know. So
1: there's four humans, five humans in the entire
0: world. Seven, I guess. We mean Because there's also Daisy and Rosalina.
1: Rosalina's not a human, and Daisy doesn't count. I don't understand why Daisy gets to be in everything, but not Waluigi. Daisy was like 100,000 years ago, back
0: before Peach even existed. And then they were like, screw no. you, lady. Now- Daisy, that's Pauline, who they brought back just for Mario Odyssey. Daisy was in the Game Boy. It was Princess Daisy that he was going for in the in the Game Boy Super Mario Land, not Peach. That's where Daisy came in. Pauline is the one who existed before because that's that was from the Donkey Kong era and now she's a mayor so she's doing pretty well for herself
1: again t- 60 other people that they could have used anyone else they could have used before Waluigi but they just created a brand new character for this that half of the team hates yeah pretty much that
0: doesn't make any sense. It's it's making me mad. I think I believe they wanted Wario to have a partner back in one of the games where you had like doubles matches, and so while Luigi was created to be the evil Luigi to go with the evil Mario, I'm pretty sure is where that came from. But like nobody in the quote unquote ma- like the non sports game sides of Nintendo like him, so he never goes anywhere else. Well, but of course because
1: everybody hates Luigi for some reason, everybody hates Luigi. So of course his evil. Twin would be like the most hated character in the history of everything. Cuz it's like if you already hate a guy and now there's another one but he's evil, it's like, "Whoa, he's the most worst thing ever." <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I do not care about Waluigi and Super Smash Brothers at all. I you don't, don't even care about Smash Brothers. The new yeah. Smash Brothers. So, I Absolutely, do not care. But it just doesn't make sense.
0: But you know who's in the new Smash Brothers? Is it the Luminary? Actually, yes. The freaking Luminary. Well, it's the hero, and you. The, he has costumes for the hero of basically all the different Dragon Quest games. But yeah. no, he should be the Dark Spawn because that's what we are. Because, but yes, they brought. The Dragon Quest hero to tie it back to what we're actually supposed to be talking about. The hero from Dragon Quest, the franchise, is in Smash.
1: Last time I checked, there was no rules or regulations to this podcast.
0: I mean, that's probably for the best, or we would have probably violated most of them repeatedly by now. Anyway, so when we left off last episode, we were getting ready to go into the Kings Barrow to retrieve the orb so that Eric would finally be happy. I don't care about Eric or his needs. I like Eric. He's cool. I
1: never said I didn't like the guy. I said I don't care about what he wants or him. All you specifically he ever said you don't care about him. Up is this freaking orb and no reason for why he wants it? But
0: once you get it, then he won't bring it up anymore. Hopefully,
1: <laughs> I feel like it's he's gonna sleep with it at night. Every time you go to the camp, he's gonna be there, like
0: st- looking at it. And so so he's Smeagol. I was was literally about to say, so you're saying he's Gollum from Lord of the Rings.
1: He definitely is. Because this is clearly the only thing that he cares about as a person. Yeah, that checks out. It's like every time I'm sleeping there at night and I'm trying to get to bed and everything, he's just over in the corner, just like looking in his bag for this red thing. And And like just quietly stroking it. And then he's like, why? Haven't we gone to go get it yet? This freaking guy is like upset that his whole town has been murdered. And like, we haven't gotten my orb yet. I don't Priorities. get it. I, I understand that he's the luminary. <clears throat> Why haven't we gotten the whore? <laughs> the orb yet. That's all he talks about.
0: Finally, his, obsessive compulsive need to have this orb in his hands will be able to be completed now because we're going to be going and getting it
1: i mean possibly but we get there and the whole place has been tossed everyone's dead we when you first get in there it's like oh cool i'm finally gonna get my orb wait what are all these corpses doing here
0: That that's probably not good right
1: oh someone's gotten here before us they want the orb we gotta get them now! They're gonna steal my orb! Like, dude, they're probably already gone, man. This wouldn't have happened if we had to go to your
0: stupid town.
1: Like, you had to stand there like an idiot just looking at your ruined town. Like, I can't believe you, Luminary. Do you what understand is this how important this orb
0: is? No, because you won't tell me what it is! Yeah, I I hit the party talk to try to talk to you and all you're, all, all you're say is like, yeah, we need to go get that orb. Okay, why? Yeah, we need to go get that orb. It's like it's all
1: you ever talk about anymore. You know, we used to laugh and have fun <laughs> at these parties. But the only thing you ever want to talk about is this freaking orb. You know, when we first started this relationship, jumping off of a cliff, things were wonderful. They were great. You know, we would have, all these conversations about how everyone was trying to kill us, and how we jumped off a cliff in both and survived. then we lied to some, nu- then we lied to some nun, and then minutes later, the only thing you've ever talked about is the orb. Can't we just talk about us, Eric? So we walk into this building. Eric is whispering about his orb. We come across
0: all these corpses. I think at one point he called it his precious in his whispers. We already said that. Okay. We already mentioned that. I was just making a continuation joke. Sorry.
1: That's a reuse. We're better than this, Andrew. Okay, let's go then. Better than this.
0: I feel like that part you have to leave in now with you being like, we're better than this.
1: (laughs) I don't know if it's going to come off because.
0: uh, What are you doing? Dead bodies. Yes. So, yeah, we get in there and everything's. Been attacked. Well, every one, I should say, not everything. <laughs> I mean the building itself is still pretty intact. I don't know about that man. Like I mean there's a couple crumbling pillars and stuff, like your typical abandoned. I'm thinking tomb. about a different dungeon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a- the same one I started to think about before I realized which one we
1: were talking I'm about. I'm in a real special place right now, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm in a real special place. Today's episode is brought to you by whatever's going on with Chris.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's going on with Chris is he is incredibly tired, despite it only being 924. And I know that Siri's going to now shut up you. (laughs) (gasps) She didn't say anything when I told her to shut up. That's Siri. You don't have to. You don't have to be like that. You You can talk back.
0: Yeah, exactly. You you stand up for yourself. That was
1: rude. You shouldn't have just stopped. So we get to the end of this this dungeon,
0: which it is. It wasn't very long. No, up to this point, none of the dungeons have been very long. They've all been very quick by the standards of what I would expect from a dungeon.
1: And I have wrong dungeon. <laughs> we get to the end of this dungeon. This is one of the first times you get to ride a mount.
0: Yes, uh, a mount that's not the horse. This is the time that I was referring to back when we talked about that, where you can hop onto a mount and jump around and jump real high. No, Andrew, you were not. You were referring to a specific other
1: dungeon, which I keep thinking of right now. You were talking about a, a, a skeleton creature.
0: I was trying to keep you on
1: task. It's walking up walls, which is a completely different dungeon. Yes, I know it one. is. And I want to point out, Andrew, that you need to be tested for illicit substances. Because if you think that these creatures are adorable, based off of the nightmare mannequin creature that we saw in this other dungeon...
0: To be fair, A, I said that all the way back when we were just fighting slimes and stuff, but B, I do think most of the monsters are far more adorable than typical monsters in RPGs.
1: But you had already been to that dungeon and experienced this nightmare for yourself. How can you sit there with a straight face and tell me
0: that these monsters are adorable? Sure, How can you slime? sit there? I was about to say, yeah, exactly. You can, Slimes are adorable. Small not even piccolo. Pretend. Not The platypus. The platypus is kind of adorable. He just also hurts a lot. What
1: are you talking about adorable? That thing looks insane. (laughs) The mushrooms with mouths. But they're fun guys. That's their name. Don't get me wrong. Most RPGs, you know, they have more adorable monsters. Now, I would argue not all because Final Fantasy VII has a house And a Trank Triceratops,
0: so... I mean, yeah, there are definitely exceptions, although I don't think the house qualifies as adorable, the house qualifies as hilarious, but also destroys you.
1: Not the original house. New house, yes, but we didn't see Trank Triceratops, which I hope
0: we get to see. I mean, yeah, there's definitely some adorable monsters in Final Fantasy. The... UFOs, for example, that we also didn't get to see in the remake, but definitely exist later in Final Fantasy VII, and some of the other ones. I mean, there's things like chocobos that sometimes are random encounters in some games, but are still pretty adorable. But Dragon Quest has probably the most adorable percentage of monsters, I feel like, of any main RPG series that I've played. Partially because there's a million different variations on slimes, which already boosts the numbers quite a bit. I mean, I won't disagree with you
1: that... For the most part, the monsters are generally, you know, cute. I would argue, however, that this one nightmare mannequin creature is more horrible than anything I saw in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because that thing, especially, did you see the way that it moved? It reminds me a lot of the uh, zombies from Zelda. It reminded me a lot about my nightmares, (laughs) because as soon as I saw that thing, I was like, oh, that's weird and telekinetically floating all over the place. And then I was like, oh, cool. It's coming right at me. Let me run away a little bit. Oh, cool. It's head and everything else is moving in every which direction. I want out right now. But back to Eric and his stupid orb, we get to the end and there's these two evil monster things that are talking about the orb going, oh, the the dark one's going to love it when we grab this thing and we're going to be his right hand men or whatever.
0: And then the luminary just kind of clears his throat and is like, hey, I'm right here. I'm like, uh. I don't know if you know this, but
1: I'm the dark spawn, so and I'm about to beat you up, so like you're just gonna need to go ahead and give me that orb because my partner here wants it for absolutely no reason that I've been given, but it's really
0: important. he says,
1: so of course, we're gonna need you to hand it over. you beat the monsters up, you get the orb, Eric's like, cool, shoves it in his
0: pack, never brings it up again, yeah. He just needed to have it near him. It was like a security blanket. It was a security orb. Now, I can tell you, Andrew,
1: that I'm, like, way far away from this. Like, real far. He has never brought it up again. Eric, my dude, you need to tell me what's going on with you and this orb, man. It was so important. Now that you have it. Nothing has happened and you're just like, cool, it's mine. And when he's like, Yeah, I'm finally reunited
0: with it. Like, why did you want this? I think you were really onto something with the Gollum comparison. Like, I really don't have a better explanation than that at this point.
1: Like, why? Why did you want this orb? What I can't imagine what's gonna happen in this game because he said that part of the reason. For us going on this quest, he was like, we're going to need money if we're going to stay out of trouble and everything. He's like, you know how we can get money is selling this orb that we will then proceed to never sell. Let's go get the orb. And then as soon as we get it, he's like, finally, I've been reunited, puts it in his pack is like, cool, let's go. So are we going to go get that money or no, we're good. Are we going to go to your fence? Is that where we're going? Because that's where we should be going, because the entire point of getting this orb was to sell it. And he's like, nope, let's go to that portal you were talking about. Okay, so I guess the the fence is in the next section. So we hop on our horses and we go on our way. But that doesn't
0: make any sense. This because magic it portal. It couldn't be in the next section, because how would he have gotten out without the key to the magic portal? So his fence has to be in, in Heliodor. So every, I think you're telling us lies, Eric.
1: That's all Eric
0: knows how to do is weave lies
1: and discourse because this dude only cares about this stupid orb. And so far, it's done nothing to prove why we needed it so much. I hope that there's never a point in this game where he has to give the orb up because... I don't know what it's going to do to his psyche. Eric might go nuts, steal everybody's stuff in the night, just like a Yuffie situation.
0: And then become a villain and we have to go beat him up. Which would be unfortunate because he's got the blue hair. Maybe that's why his stats, like he has more HP and stuff than the hero when they're at the same level, even though the hero is supposed to be the main character, because like he's actually secretly a villain and everybody knows that when you're evil, you have way more hit points.
1: I mean wouldn't that just because the main character is DPS and he's somewhat of a tank because I will say I've used him as a tank on
0: multiple occasions. I mean he has the stats of a tank even though usually thief isn't a deep usually thief is a DPS job not a tank job but weren't you the one
1: telling me that Dragon Quest was the different game? This is the one that doesn't follow the the new standards. It's old school and does whatever it wants. So from my perspective, Dragon Quest, how do we know that Thief shouldn't really be the tank? Like I was saying before, I saw this Diamond Thief on YouTube, and that guy is jacked. (laughs) He's definitely tanking them shots because he's humongous. And that's Eric. Underneath all those baggy clothes, he's like, got muscles the size of tree trunks he secretly bare it underneath those clothes <laughs> with as much hp as he has it's what i have to assume although muscle doesn't necessarily correlate to
0: hp maybe he's just really durable he he may not have huge muscles but he's really lean he's got that thing where like you know your abs can like stop stuff there you go <laughs> I it's I can't think of what it's what, how to describe it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just, just move on. <laughs> you know when you get to that point where
1: your abs are just so strong that you could stop bullets. I
0: didn't say bullets. I said stuff. Nobody shoots bullets. It was in this very world.
1: clearly implied bullets. The implication was bullets, Andrew. We both know what you were going for here. Your silence says it all. So, like I I was saying, we hopped on our horses, and we start on our way to continue our journey. Oh, good. Guess what? It's the guy. Except the... 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 (laughs)
0: He's
1: The guy.
0: The knight. The one who didn't go burn the town. Jasper. I thought Jasper was the one who did go burn the town. Whatever, it's the other knight. Yes, sure. Knight Stefan. I
1: I don't know what his name is. Claude. Hi... Yeah, yeah, there. I don't know what his name is.
0: I'm not. This isn't a bit. <laughs> no, but I'm enjoying you struggling. What is his name? I'm trying to find it. Cause... I don't know, but... That guy, the other night, the one who threw you in the dungeon originally.
1: The one with the black armor. And he's like, it's the dark spawn, get him. So we hijack these two horses that immediately get shot with arrows and die. That were apparently just sitting around. <laughs> I've never seen a horse in this game just sitting around. Lucky for us, there are these two horses there. And then, yeah, they get shot. Right for sacrifice. Because then we get there, and and, and and as we're going up there, this gem thing starts reacting, and a portal opens up, and then the door opens, and it's like, oh, this
0: epic scene where they're sh- killing our horses. And-, and it's one of those where you just barely get through, and then it closes behind you, which introduces several questions, like... Is Heliodor intentionally cut off? Is this where the secret evil person was was sent the whole time? Is that why he's cut off? Is the king actually the evil person? And that's why he reacted that way? Like, I have so many questions. Like, why would they seal off this entire kingdom? Andrew,
1: why did that knight
0: not have a magic door opening crystal? Right. Well, that implies that. Somebody from outside sealed it up to keep everybody inside in, which is where I was asking, like, why would someone do that? All sorts of mysteries is all I'm saying.
1: Well, we don't know that they're kept inside forever.
0: No, but that seems we don't know anything about that portal. And it just everything about it is it introduces questions to me.
1: I know everything about that. portal. Oh, then tell me. Tell me about the portal. I first. have the intimate details for that portal. Tell me. I'm not going to tell you. Why not? Because you've got to find out for yourself, Andrew. I know the secrets to the portal. Are you saying you
0: know everything, like a certain person from 10-2? I was there <laughs> when that portal no. <laughs> was created. Not who I was going for, but that works too. Uh, that <laughs> I built the portal. with my own two hands and then i went on to discover electricity (laughs) and found a company
1: and and so this portal drops you off in the middle of nowhere on the edge of some desert thing which i guess sort of makes sense considering this portal was out in the middle of nowhere but why would there be a portal in the middle of nowhere
0: Wait, is Heliodor, like, in a completely different dimension, which is a possibility that literally just occurred to me? Like, I have no idea what's going on. It, it, it's legitimately that that makes no sense to
1: me, because what you would think, Andrew, that if there was a portal to another world, that a city would be built around it. So trade would be so much easier. But no there's a random portal out in the middle of nowhere that apparently this knight doesn't have a key to, or he didn't check the key out. He's like, oh, well, there's no way this guy has a key to the portal, so I'm not just going to check that out on my way out to look for him, because that that would just make you clearly an inept soldier, and apparently these two are so great and amazing. And the other question goes back to, This king, remember how he said, where are you from? And you made a big deal about that. Cobblestone is literally the only other place around here because the whole area seems to be cut off by a magic portal. Right. Exactly. Like, duh, you're from Cobblestone. Yeah. If I had been born in the capital, I'm like, oh, yeah, the capital raised me.
0: Would he have destroyed his own city? A cobblestone is my hometown now because it's the only one left. It's like where we're moving are you the from? castle to cobblestone.
1: Oh, I grew up in the capital. They just recently told me about my, you know, heritage. And the king's like, "Great, destroy my entire city, sir." Are you sure that's really? I said, "Destroy it." You don't understand. He's the luminary.
0: I guess what I'm saying is. If it turns out that the king or like one of the king's advisors or something is actually the dark spawn all this time, it would not surprise me because that is like the feels like the only thing that's going to make all that make sense.
1: Well, I already said that I have a theory about how you're going to change perspectives or something in the past because there's clearly a rooted tree right there. And that may have something to do with the fact that all of the kings were there when they were attacked by... The evil monster creatures, you know the. So, like, are they all being corrupted by the
0: before or something by the dark spawn or whatever? Is that where you're going thinking?
1: I don't know about all of them, but he clearly seems to have some sort of corruption. I would agree if he if he honestly thinks that this is true. But I I just I really don't have a whole lot of information to go off of. But the first once you get through this portal thing, you kind of walk through this desert, and the first town that you come to. Is a small little town where the first thing that you do when you get there is this guy's like, hey, hey, you come here, come here, man. Yo I got this bathhouse that I know a weary traveler such as yourself would want to visit
0: to clean up because you stink. <laughs> that's that's the polite way of telling you that you smell really bad.
1: I gotta be honest. Based off of what happened with the king, I immediately soon su-
0: assumed that this guy was evil. me too. I not even based on the king. I was just like, he's going to try to rob us while we're in this bath or something. i come on like that I thought that he was gonna and then you walk around
1: town and there are all these stories about a mysterious ghost in this in this area that is like responsible for everything
0: also. It's important to note, literally everyone in this town speaks in Haiku. What? You didn't notice that? They all speak in Haiku.
1: No, I didn't notice that.
0: Yeah. I was all not of them paying nearly as much attention as you, apparently. except for the couple of random people who are obviously foreigners, like um, the guy who run- isn't the bank because he like tries and messes it up, pretty much everybody all the time.
1: Uh, except for the literal child that is going around town yelling at everybody about her lost sister.
0: Who is also not from the town. Well, that's very clear. But this extremely Japanese coded town with like in terms of the way it's designed and stuff and everybody speaking haiku. It was re- go back to like we were talking about with Final Fantasy 7 not being very subtle this town was not very subtle either it's like oh this is japan oh okay well i mean i picked
1: up on that because of the architecture and everything right. like i was not all even of it paying attention to your haiku stuff
0: well i first noticed it because the line breaks were in really weird spots because instead of going all the way to the end it was just a couple words i was like wait a minute and i looked at it closer and I'm like That's a haiku. That's exactly what that is. I wouldn't be
1: able to point out a haiku if you told me it was a haiku. So there's that. What I'm really upset about is in this town, you get a side quest to forge a gold ring for this guy who is a blacksmith but doesn't have a mini forge like you, and he needs to get a ring for his son of plus one quality or better. And he tells you. I need this ring. You, the guy, go find the ingredients and make me this ring. Cool. So I pause and I look in the mini forge and it says that I need gold for that. I don't have any gold ore, but I just talked to the blacksmith and he told me that on the side of some of these rocks, you can find iron ore. So I'm like, well, maybe you can find gold ore too. Because inside the mini forge, I noticed, hey, buying the materials is 800 gold. Oh, no. Well, that's a lot of money. I can't afford that. Let me see if I can go find some gold. So I go out outside the town and I pick up the iron ore and I'm walking all over the place and I'm not finding this iron ore. And I'm like, what is going on here? I go off into this weird section, find a giant bear called Ursa Minor, and I was like, well, this is going to suck because this thing's humongous, but I got to find this gold. I get in the fight. Eric does a critical hit and does 60 damage and kills it in one hit, and I'm like, cool, well, that was easy.
0: <laughs> I, I, I remember finding that same spot, too, but just because I have a habit of exploring everywhere, but where I'm actually supposed to go. And so I'm looking
1: around for this gold ore and I never find it. And so I'm like, fine, I'm just going to grind. I'm going to get all the materials and I'm just going to buy it. Because what's really nice about the mini forge is that if you don't have the materials, you can just buy them immediately. You don't have to go to a town. You don't have to go to anything. You can just go in there, hit A anyway, and it'll be like, do you want to buy the ingredients right now? And somehow the mini forge like, does a, a digital transaction to just scoop up the materials from I don't know where,
0: but suddenly you just got them. No, no, no. You give it the gold, and then it's like a replicator in Star Trek. It uses those raw materials and turns it into what you need. So but the only case, thing it can take is raw materials. Is is gold coins. It's the only thing it can accept.
1: Well, so in this case, it needed a whole lot of gold coins to make gold ore, which right, I it had to guess, melt it down. I guess. I guess I get so I make this plus one ring and here's another nifty little tidbit that I don't know if you know yet Andrew in the mini forge you can reforge anything including items that you didn't make oh no I did not know that so anything that you buy that you don't have the ingredients for yet you can just buy it and be like cool reforge and then just make a plus whatever of whatever item that is.
0: No, that's that's really cool. I didn't know that. As long as you
1: have the perfer the perfection pearls or whatever they're called. Which for
0: it. Yeah, perfectionist pearls which you get like every time you actually use a recipe.
1: But some of the things cost significantly more to actually rework. Like I have this strength ring that I haven't actually reworked yet because it takes 7 pearls. And when I only have 20, that's kind of a lot.
0: Yeah, that is quite a bit.
1: Because now that I know I can do this, every single time I get a new character, I'm just like, okay, what's all your items? Reforge, 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 reforge. Awesome. You're now great.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that was really cool that I noticed that. But That is cool. That is good to know. Especially since, like, a plus one or plus two gives you quite a bit more than just one or two. It's not like D&D where it's literally plus one.
1: In some instances, it really is only, like, one or two. So, so like, I noticed that in the gold ring, when I went from a plus uh, two to a plus three, it only gave me two more defense stat. So, in some cases, it, it do, it's
0: not as great as... But, like, for armor and weapons in particular, it seems to be a pretty significant jump.
1: And it's probably to keep rings and stuff so that way they're not as
0: overpowered. Right, especially since you can equip more than one of those. Well, only two. Yes, but I mean, like, you. plus rings and accessories, you know, can have all sorts of random stuff that you don't usually see on armor. At least assuming that this is like other games where, like, you know, oh, I have an accessory that makes you immune to status effect or something. So I can see those sorts of things getting kind of weird because how do you make that work? What does Gemma's charm do? um it's a very small boost, but only the the luminary can equip it. I noticed that, but I couldn't even figure out what it actually did. It's only like plus one, like I had it when I had nothing else, but I pretty quickly replaced it because when
1: I looked in the in the inventory, I had it equipped for the longest time just because ah, be still my beating heart. I'll miss you forever, grandma. <laughs> And and, and so I I buy the materials. I grind up 800 gold because even though I have like 3,000 at this point, I'm not going to spend any of my hard-earned money for a ring that I'm just going to give away. What do you take me for? So then I walk back. I give him the ring because he insists that you can't wait. He's like, you can't wear this either. Like if you wear the ring, it loses its significance. Well, that doesn't make any sense because it's just a ring, but whatever. I'll make the ring and immediately give it to you. So I get back. I give him the ring. He tells me, thank you. And then I notice some red behind him. Well, what's that? (laughs) I know where this is going. There's apparently a chest right behind him that had two gold ore in it. Bro, if you just... Had the gold ore. Why did you tell me go find it and insist that I not wear the ring? Because if you just had the gold ore to give me, why didn't I just make <laughs> it in front of you and just immediately
0: give it to you? This reminds me of <laughs> something I did in college once where I was talking to um my roommate at the time and talking about like, yeah man, I'm really thinking about buying this game or whatever if I could find it at a good deal and then literally pulled it out of my bag and set it down and was like, I found it on a good deal. Like right in front of him and immediately after saying it. That's how I feel like that way would Yeah, go find that gold. Slam the gold down in front. Here's the gold. It's like, why did you say it like that? So I just wasted a
1: whole lot of my time. But I guess I'm getting a free gold ring about it. I guess I'm (laughs) getting a free gold ring out of it, which I'd like to point out that the gold ring I made for myself was plus three. So screw you and your stupid kid. I'm getting the better ring. I, I just couldn't. I just don't know why he said it like that or why there had to be a chest right there. Why couldn't the quest have just been here's two gold ore, please forge me this ring as like a tutorial for doing rings in the forge or something? (laughs) I don't know,
0: but I just, I'm so annoyed. No, I get that. By this whole interchange. It's funny, but it's funny in the way that, like, I, I get where you're coming from. I had already opened the chest next to him, so I already had the gold, and it didn't even occur to me that that was something that people wouldn't do because I didn't see it
1: because he was he he was a heavy set sprite, and so he was covering the whole chest, so if you don't look at it from a specific angle,
0: what is puff puff? Oh my God, I was waiting for that to come up. <laughs> puff, puff is an ongoing um joke in the series of some mystery thing that they've never actually established what it is, but it's, like, always a joke. I... I the, the common assumption is that it has something to do with, um... bosoms, but that's, like, as far as anybody knows. <laughs> so, from my perspective, it heavily implied that they were doing drugs. Uh, no. I always interpreted it as a being polite-related activity. Well... So I guess I've been polite with a few people, because sometimes, Andrew... But it's not that. It's definitely not that. There's a character in 8 who can do puff puff to enemies to confuse them. And you don't get to see anything, but she can do puff puff. And that's just the name of the move.
1: I, I just don't understand it. But a lot of times, I'll just... I don't know if talking to random people sometimes gives you items or whatnot but sometimes I'll just talk to everybody and most of the time I don't care about anything that they have to say unless that's giving me something and so most of the time I'll just xxx X, X, or i guess a on the switch a a a a a through everything well a lot of times I'm immediately agreeing to something that i apparently didn't <laughs> that that is just whatever because I've gone up to, to several people now where I've just been like, hey, 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 and then the screen kind of goes black. And then it's like, oh, thank you. I really enjoyed that. And I'm like, What what? So so apparently whatever Puff Puff is, I've done it with a few people now. And I guess now that it's some ambiguous thing, my luminary my, might as well. You know, he's just going around doing Puff Puff, going around Like destroying people. I've I've decided that like I'm just gonna tell everybody no from now on because it doesn't seem to matter what you say, you have to do it anyway. Except for if it's a side quest, because if you just say no, obviously you don't take the side quest. You can pick it back up afterwards. But there's been a few times in the story where someone's like, Hey, let's go do this thing, and I'm like, Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um Well, uh, we need to do that thing. Okay. And and so my luminary really is just just the worst. (laughs) You know, he just does. It it means nothing. I can't. From my perspective, it, it just doesn't even matter. No one gets upset with you. No one cares about anything you said. There's not a pop up that's like, Eric didn't like that. Eric will remember this. Eric only cares about his orb. So what do I care? (laughs) Eric didn't even notice. It's like you were a douche to this one guy a while ago, but Eric had his head stuffed in so far down his bag, like sniffing his orb that he didn't even notice any of this. For the rest of this game, he's just got his hand in his bag, just constantly caressing this orb. I'm like, I don't know what this thing is, but he like wants it really bad. So did you also go up to that side path and talk to that leader lady who said that- I did. I guess yeah. she's like the leader of the whole area, and apparently her son recently got killed or something? Yeah, there was some mourning going on, yeah. Because they stopped some massive attack from this one thing. And, like, he was the front line and then she helped kill it or whatever. And then you go over to the side room and this old lady's like, you can't go in there. Let the lady mourn. And I'm like, what? The lady just said her son passed away and she's out there. So she's obviously not inside this door. So whatever's in there, I need. (laughs)
0: I didn't even put two and two together that was supposed to be the same lady. I just thought it was a different lady that was in there. I thought it was the same lady. Maybe I'm just, maybe I just
1: blasted A through too many conversations and just missed something. But I was under the impression that it was the same lady's son because she was the leader of the place or whatever. And her son was like this mighty warrior. And I thought he's the one that died. If only the
0: luminary had been there, we could have saved the day. Yes, by virtue of ter- our turn-based combat, where we you know make the monsters stand there and wait for us to wait for us to hit them. It's the s- real superpower that the luminary has is the ability to enforce turn-based combat. Exactly. Everybody else is just like swinging their swords, and you know, you know it's all real time, and they don't have any time to prepare, and it's a lot harder to fight. Whereas with a turn-based system, you know you can take your time. So that's the that's the real superpower of the luminary.
1: I will say I have gone back and I've changed uh, Eric to to be follow orders because now that i've done that i'm like you know this is actually way better especially because pep and stuff like that i don't think they'll use pep without you i don't know because i immediately put him on follow orders after our first i think after our second
0: episode where we yeah, talked, when we about, talked about it A- and yeah. so i have to say is like I, pep has I, I really i mean i liked pep before but as we started to get more combos of moves and stuff, like I really like some of the cool things that they've done, especially since it's obviously that game's equivalent of limit breaks and having, you know, combined moves and stuff like that. Like I think it's a really cool twist on the typical like limit break system.
1: Eric's Stone Earth Scorched Earth or whatever it is is insane. The the thing that makes enemies more susceptible to fire damage It's just nuts, because not only does it make them more susceptible to my fire damage, which is, like, the first spell that I got that hits everybody. Sizz, and boom. He, whenever the enemy moves,
0: it, like, combines and also does the Rebel Rouser. Which is awesome. I love Rebel Rouser. Like, I immediately cast Rebel Rouser on every boss. But it does, like, 50 damage. Well, I think because it also makes him weak to Earth and Rubble Rouser does Earth damage. I'm pretty sure his thing makes them weak to fire and Earth. It does. But even the main character doesn't do 50 damage with
1: my regular Earth spells. I have to say status effects in this game are
0: boss. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, I love Rubble Rouser, like. At first, I was like, man, for most of these fights, I don't really feel like this is ever going to be useful, and then I got to a boss fight, and I'm like, oh, obviously, this is where I use it. I don't use status
1: effects a lot for a lot of RPGs, but I am constantly
0: throwing down status effects. Yeah, the only series that I generally lean on status effects a lot is Persona, and like Shin Megami Tensei, outside of Persona, like the larger series that Persona's part of, but- I mean, I inside of,
1: like, normal boss, outside of, you know, boss fights and stuff, I don't really care. But the fact that bosses
0: in here are susceptible to some things, like, I th- I think there's a boss later that I put to sleep. Yeah, I mean, other than, like, THWACK, which is the instant death spell that I w- I'm sure bosses are never going to be weak to, bosses in Dragon Quest have historically, like, they don't usually pull that trick of just being arbitrarily immune to things. There
1: are some things that they're immune to. But I I, I just, being able to put a boss to sleep, I was like, this is amazing. This is awesome. I absolutely love this. I will say, like I said, I'm very far in the game at this point. I really like Dragon Quest. It has been a nice refresher to move from Final Fantasy VII to Dragon Quest. Are you going to have to go back and play like all the old Dragon Quest now? (laughs) Probably not, no. (laughs) I'll play the little bits and pieces that I have to... As a part of this game, I guess I don't necessarily have to. There's a forced version of it, but uh, for the, for the Switch. But I probably, you know, I'll play them. I'll play them when I can figure out how to get back to the guy to play them again. Because I just don't understand how movement works in this game.
0: You can just zoom to him.
1: I, you say that I don't know what zoom is or how to even use it. It's a spell. Okay. You use it from the magic menu when you're not in a fight. That is one thing that has like really irked me about this game. When you pause, why is the menu such a tiny little thing in the corner? Why is it like that? That doesn't make any sense to me. It could be this massive menu that has a whole bunch of stuff because there is something that I was specifically looking for. I think I texted you about it. I can't remember what it was, but I'm like, dude. I don't know where this is. How do I find it? You couldn't figure this? out how to spend skill points. Yes. I could not figure out how to spend skill points. You're like, oh, it's in miscellaneous and then, like, character goals or something. And I'm like, what? Character builder. That doesn't even, like, why?
0: Yeah, no, I, the the menu, there's a couple things that are kind of weird and old school, like, Having such a small inventory on your characters is a little weird, although I almost never use items in fights anyway. But having that's a just very been limited so
1: weird to get used to. Yeah. The fact that you even have to give people items for them to use. It's like having it, it it's it reminds me of giving a berry or whatever to a Pokemon in case it needs it during a fight. Yeah, that's
0: I mean you know, it, it goes back to very old-school RPG design, like, where you had to hand items out to individual people and stuff. But still, like, it, it is weird going back to that after basically every other game in existence just lets everybody pull from the, the sack, essentially. At least the sack has infinite space, though, because that would be really annoying. I, I haven't even gotten
1: up to a character limit, mostly because I just assumed that there was some limit. So I keep very
0: little items on people. I believe it's only two pages so once you fill out the second page that's it. It used to be anyway. They may have changed it, but I never keep items on people either. Like I'm constantly just hitting like reorganize equipment after I buy people stuff just to keep all the junk out of their inventory. The only thing that I've done
1: is because the main character I've put some healing items on Eric so that way he can use them in case he needs to heal the main character for for whatever reason. Oh yeah, because he doesn't have heal. But outside of that, I haven't
0: really moved many items around. I used I used to carry like antidotes and stuff, but poison hasn't come up very often. And now I have a squelch, so it doesn't matter.
1: If <laughs> we'll get ready, because poison comes up a lot. Oh, good. <laughs> Dude, in the section I'm at now, I'm being poisoned like every five seconds. And it's like, oh, everyone's in your parties now poison.
0: I'm like, oh, cool. That's exactly what I wanted. All four people with poison. One thing I will say I do really like, though, is that if you open the menu, you can just push a single button to, ha- to use all spells to get everybody back to full health. And not have to worry about that. Is that, that, that spells? Is convenient.
1: Because I was worried it was using my items. No,
0: it's it's definitely spells. Because I watch people's ma- magic go down. Okay, I I was very
1: worried about that because I I was like I don't I don't want to use my items because what if I need them? Because that that's obviously just the most moronic statement that I've ever heard from any I got to save every single item because what if I need it on the final boss and then I get to the final boss and I'm like I got to save the items because what if I need it for the super boss and then I get to the super boss and it's like I got to save my items because what if I need it sometime later this is it I'm trying to make myself better about using items in general because it's like this you're this is it just like saving bronze swords and everything like that i have not once had a bronze sword turn into a better form of a sword yet so i got i'm just going to wipe all that stuff out of my inventory because it just seems like it's taking up a lot of space and even if i didn't i can just buy all the items through the mini forge anyway and it's no
0: different from buying it from like a merchant or whatever And and that is fair. The fact that you can do that in the mini forge does make it a lot because that didn't used to be a thing. I mean, back when you used the alchemy pot in all the previous games, you had to just have the stuff. You couldn't just buy it. So that does make things a lot more convenient.
1: Yeah, it's when I figured that out, I was like, okay, cool. Because if I hadn't, I would have continued the rest of the game never realizing that this gold ore was sitting right next to this guy. (laughs) And then when I eventually went back, and I was like, hey, what's that red thing
0: behind... Ah! Why? Suddenly, Chris experienced pep. Yeah, I'm experiencing
1: pep. Constantly. Uh, but so, this this basically, what it comes down to is you get up to an area. This little girl is yelling at some bartender or whatever. and He's like, you can't go in there. You're... Too young to drink, and she's like, You're an idiot. And I'm like, Well, okay, I mean, little girl, that dude has a point. And then she looks at you and she's like, Cool, well, we're gonna have to have a chat later. By the way, I know who you are, and I'm like, Whoa, probably because I busted into this town, (laughs) you zap and immediately shouted that I was the luminary. I was about to say So I have to assume that everybody knows who I am. (laughs) like that's not a secret i told everybody when i got here
0: not only did i do it at the town every single time i went into any building i kicked open the door and shouted it as i walked in like just so people understand who they're dealing with which is the luminary (laughs) but thanks for paying attention i guess
1: i'm like thanks little girl i don't know who you are but i'm luminary She's like, I got to find my sister. We going to talk later. I'm like, no, we're not. I don't know you. Just because you know I'm the Luminary means nothing to me as said Luminary. I'm going to go get a steam bath with my bro and probably get robbed <laughs> and or killed.
0: <laughs> or, you know, dropped into a dungeon that we have to escape. Or, you know, there's, there's, let's be fair. There's a lot of possibilities here. None of them are good, but they're there. So you make your way up
1: to the, the bathhouse, and it's just as ominous from my perspective. It's still ominous. The guy's like, so are you ready to take it? Are, are you ready to get in No, Or you going to take a bath, right, man? Like, you're definitely going to take a bath here. Wink, wink, wink. Like, yeah, man, okay, whatever. Then you go in there, and first of all, I started to walk towards the red <laughs> Apparently that was wrong because the lady just shouts, no. Okay. So I go in the blue and I go over and I talk to Eric and he's like, whoa, a bunch of bull crap about, oh, I really needed this. This is wonderful. He's got the orb sitting there right next to him, like
0: also in a towel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, look, Frank was hot too. Oh, he has a name now, Eric. And it's like, what is going on
1: with you in this orb? He's like, yeah, I'm having such a great time, and you know, I don't really know what's gonna happen next, and you know, we need to figure this out, and we gotta get to the king or whatever. And wah wah wah! This girl starts crying, and he's like, "What's that? Is it a g- 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 ghost?" <laughs> no, it's a real live girl, and she's just crying about something. I'm just sitting there, and I'm thinking, dude, you and this orb have like got to
0: stop. <laughs> this is really unhealthy, Eric. Like, this is an intervention. I don't know why you're always looking at it.
1: It's just weird, man. And and so then we start hearing this girl cry, and we're like, what's going on? What's happening? And she's like, this guy he came in here, and he started talking to this weird orb, and, like, <laughs> my dad was taken away, and I don't know what's going on, and he, I tried to talk to him about it, and he just keeps talking about this stupid orb, and he, like, put a towel on it, and he do not understand what's going on. It's so weird. I look over, and I'm like, Eric, were you ignoring this little girl's problems? He's like, but the orb.
0: <laughs> we have a deep personal connection. I'm spending quality time with it. So we find out that some shadow creature
1: thing monster has probably taken this girl's...
0: What we originally assume is oh, her that's sister. Right. She must be the girl's sister. Yeah, that's the first conclusion everybody jumps to.
1: And so we all,
0: the three of us, walk down with the little girl. I want to say, at this point, I realized that the... Men's side and women's side of the hot springs or of, of the bathhouse were connected through a balcony. And B, being me, I'm going to explore every possible place I can in case there's a treasure chest or a barrel I can break or something. I went in that side and it's just a series of ladies just getting upset at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lady who gets upset with you,
1: but there is an item in there. So yes. you're obviously meant to go in there. Did you walk out
0: the girl's bathroom? I did. So yes. did I. And then the lady at the reception gets really mad at you again. She's like,
1: are you kidding me? You, we have a deviant. And I'm like, oh, I'm the luminary. <laughs> Shut up. Lightning bolt. <laughs> and then the little girl starts bawling while, while Eric is, is, is walking out of the girl's bathroom. His l- head loomed over again in his bag, just looking at the orb. It still has a towel on, even though it's in his bag. And so we get. We get out there, and Eric's like, hey, little girl, guess who we found? Your sister. Boom. Quest solved. We're great. Everything is awesome. Wait,
0: who's this? I've never seen this person before. <laughs> She's Wait, you what?
1: like, okay, <laughs> moron. Did you think that was my sister? She's my twin. Like, okay? What are you talking uh, guess this isn't your sister then and she's like but my sister was taken by the same monster creatures so i want to go with you to find her wait wait wait. what you're like six and so we find out that apparently these monster creatures actually kidnapped her because her for her amazing magical prowess but she escaped
0: somehow and then her sister must have gone looking for her which she is very quick to talk about how amazing she is at magic. Oh, yeah.
1: She's like the best, apparently. She won't stop bringing it up.
0: She brings it up about as often as Eric brings up his red orb. So everybody in this party is just absolutely obsessive about things because Eric's got the orb. She's got, you know, clinging to her staff and talking about her amazing magical powers. The Luminary is obsessed with Reminding everyone that he's the luminary and casting zap. We're just a band of uh. I don't even know if misfits is the right word. A band of uh, disaster children. So we go up
1: to back to the bar and I'm like, "Hey, dude, you're gonna take care of this girl now, and we're gonna go find her dad." And he's like, "What? I'm not equipped to take care of that." Well, too bad. And then Veronica's (laughs) like, "Hey, stupid." We're about to go into a dungeon and fight a whole bunch of monsters and everything. This is no place for her. And Eric's like, yeah, this is no place for you either, kid. And she's like, I'm I'm coming.
0: Yeah, like I'm coming. I don't care what you say. And so then she's basically like a guest because she hangs out with the party, but you don't actually have. She's not a party member. And it's at this point that I figured out, Okay, she's definitely
1: an adult. For some reason in a child's body I don't know why but why she didn't just tell people this to I don't fair, know. I feel like
0: a lot of people would probably be like sure kid run along
1: I mean maybe but that's more believable than just yelling at them over and over and saying that you're an idiot and I need to find my sister.
0: I'm sure she was a real charmer as an adult if that's how she acts
1: I, yeah she's gotta be just just a real peach of a person and so, essentially, we have to we have to go to that dungeon and find her sister. And presumably, it's the same dungeon where we
0: find uh, this girl's dad. I mean, hopefully, because otherwise we're going to be running all over the place, and that's just really inconvenient.
1: Yeah, it's not really, you know, I got a lot of stuff to do. I, I'm
0: the luminary, so. Like, and he's got to get back to, like, staring at his orb. I mean, we got, we got a busy schedule. I really have a lot going on in my life. I don't know if you've heard, but I'm the luminary. I just want to make sure you know that. Yes, I do. I already told you that. Okay, well, we're just making sure. That's going to do it for this episode. We'll probably pick up uh, at the quest to go find Veronica's sister in the next episode of Video Games Cover to Cover. As always, you can find us on on Twitter or on our Discord or via email, and I will include the links to that in the episode description.
1: I'm the luminary.